0: Hey everyone, you're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff
1: and Amy. We're chatting about how to get the most out of life and
0: covering a ton of interesting topics.
1: So there's sure to be something for
0: just about everyone. Let's get to it. Hey everybody and welcome to InfoQuench. I'm your host Jeff
1: and I'm Amy and today's topic is Japandi.
0: Japandi. Uh, I asked you earlier when you said that this podcast would be about something that, because I never know what the podcasts are going to be about, uh, and you didn't tell me. So maybe you should tell me, as well as our listeners, what Japandi means. What is Japandi, honey?
1: I will do that. I will do that. And I'm actually going to do it right at the beginning of the episode, unlike other episodes where I wait till about... Oh, I don't know, two-thirds through before we actually get to the topic.
0: There's no point in waiting. Let's let's not leave our, <laughs> our listeners waiting.
1: Japandi, uh, it's actually a, an interior design style and oh, very trendy at the moment. It combines light, bright, ah. and functional aspects of Scandinavian Ooh. design with warm, sophisticated elements of Japanese design.
0: Well, and it's nice that it's not cold unsophistic. Un- you know what the word is I'm trying to say.
1: I, I smell what you're cooking. I'm up say what it. you're laying say down. Say the word. Unsophisticated.
0: Sofis- unsophisticated. That's it, yeah.
1: Rolls rolls right off the tongue.
0: Once you know the word you want to say, yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. I love it when they use these things like warm. Well, I guess there are some designs that people want to be cold.
0: I find it funny, though, that like they prisons. use the word sophisticated. Like if you don't have a sophisticated taste in interior design, what do you got to dump? well
1: interiors stylist colin king Ooh, who was colin
0: quoted, i'm really good friends with colin are king. you
1: Well, he do you do you know where he was quoted in
0: uh, uh a magazine not sports illustrated not mm-hmm. oh it's gotta be it's not yeah uh vogue
1: Vogue yeah vogue magazine i just guessed it did you
0: no, I knew. I just knew.
1: Uh, so Colin is from Vogue magazine, and he says that Japandi is basically a natural hybrid between two cultures uh, and really focused on minimalism and tranquility, as opposed to clutter and chaos. He didn't say that last part. I said that.
0: You know what's interesting about that, just on its face value, is that a lot of, a lot of different uh, artistic endeavors you can think of, like whether it's music, whether it's movies, they combine two different cultures together.
1: Yes. Well, I think about food fusion.
0: There's a perfect example, actually. That's a better example than, than music even. Well, it really is.
1: Well, you think about pizza. So Italy, you know, that's where pizza originated. And then we brought it to North America and we covered it in an inch of cheese. So they, they what f- a beautiful thing. <laughs> that's exactly it. So really with this Japandi, it's a considered an everyday beauty that relates to the connection uh, with nature and a simplified aesthetic.
0: So it it must go hand in hand with minimalism to a degree.
1: That's a big part of it. And you know what? This episode, we're going to talk about seven tips for using Japandi style. And I got these tips from masterclass.com. So props to Masterclass.
0: They've they've done some information for a few of our podcasts, I believe.
1: Absolutely. The great information source. And I'd say whenever we're talking about interior design, a good thing to do is obviously Google and, and Look at some images for inspiration and it may just inspire you to make a a few changes in your space. Uh, Not necessarily redecorate your entire home because nobody's got time for that and we're not going to do that either. But I think having a few tips of when you are looking to change things up, how you can incorporate Japandi style is just kind of a cool thing to consider.
0: Can you like give me, you know, like a beginner's guide to Japandi? Like if I walk into a home that is, uh, you know... Decorated in a Japandi style, what do I see?
1: Well, that's exactly what we're going to get into, Jeff. Go on. <laughs> the first tip is to add plants to your space. So uh, if yes. you were to walk into that home, you would see green, and those green items would be plants. And Japandi style encourages the use of greenery as decor.
0: Okay, so let's do a like, sort of a comparison for our own home. If someone walked into our home, you know, if they had a Japandi way of thinking, would they think that we were practicing Japandi?
1: Well, given that we have a giant live Christmas tree currently up in our home, they'd be like, yeah, that's bringing the natural element
0: inside. That's right. But that is a that's a a little bit of a, a weird thing, though, for I mean... You know you know it's a dead it's it it's dead plant it's not dead yet
1: i'm still watering it and it's taken up water
0: all right all right okay so we've got the christmas tree but other than that
1: let's stop for a minute and talk okay. about this christmas tree because okay last year mm-hmm. we said that would be our last year getting a real christmas tree that we would get an artificial tree and i said let's wait until after the holidays jeff and then we'll buy an artificial tree when they're all on sale But did we do that? No, we did not. Because we often don't do the things we say we're going to do. And so what happened was it came around for Christmas tree time again. And and we didn't want
0: to spend the money on like a $400 fake tree.
1: Well, and also we waited too long because now our son has gotten a taste for the real tree. Not a real taste. He's not Not chewing on branches, but but he he enjoys the ritual. He likes to go out and get it. And it is fun. I mean, that's part of it.
0: And that, ironically, is the reason why we wanted to not get a real tree, because we're just too lazy to go out and get a real one. Really? What other reason is there? Well, there isn't. No, I mean, it's
1: definitely the more sustainable choice. mm -hmm. And yeah, and I like the smell of a real tree. Other people can be allergic to them, so that can be something. For us, it's, you know, meeting up with family, doing the whole hot chocolate, cider excursion. This year, it was... A little misty, a little rainy. A little misty,
0: a little rainy, but it was worth it, wasn't it? Yes, and now we get
1: a tree that we can literally just jam into the back of our Subaru. Yeah. Because before we would just have full-on anxiety driving home, wondering if it was going to fly off the roof of our vehicle onto the highway.
0: Very much so. Yeah, (laughs) very much the anxiety of that. Um, Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing, isn't it, though? Going out and just chopping down a tree. And my goodness, the prices have increased this year.
1: My goodness, they have, Jeff.
0: My goodness. I'm
1: glad you brought that up. Yes. You know what, though, we got a really great tractor ride during our Christmas tree hunt this year. It and wasn't I'd... a short one either. It no, wasn't like the price of two gas minute... alone was probably, yeah. uh, you know,
0: worth half
1: the tree. I absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And then we got home, and I have this tree stand that I absolutely love. That is over 20 years old. That I bought from Costco. It's cast iron. It's just a really beautiful stand. But each year, it, it gives us a little bit of trouble. More and, and more, more trouble. trouble each year. But this year, we full-on jimmy-rigged it because... Yeah. We, got we went
0: downstairs and cut a piece of hardwood. Yes. Put it on either side of the eye screws that go in, that bore into the tree. And then it was what? It was solid. It wasn't moving. It wasn't going to fall over. See, the problem was, I'm not going to get into it too much, listeners, but... <laughs> the trunk of the tree was too skinny and when you put those little screw eyes in there and d- dig it into the tree what well, it no didn't work so anyway. no it
1: didn't work it kept slipping one way or the other Need and reinforcement so then i googled it as you know jeff held the tree and then i got my ipad and googled how are we going to deal with this and i said do we have any pieces of wood because if you push those little <laughs> prongs yeah. up against a piece of wood it distributes the weight, it worked, it worked for us. I'll post a picture of the tree yep. and uh, you'll see it's, um, it's upright and we're confident it will remain that way for the duration of the holiday season.
0: There is a whole pile of Christmas useless information for you, everybody.
1: You know what, though? I think people all can... Anybody who is somebody who celebrates Christmas and deals with a real Christmas tree in their home can appreciate can the headache a of a Christmas tree stand. So it's just a little commiseration. So adding plants to your space is the first tip. And the idea is that plants brighten a space. They clean the air. They're a decorative accent color, which is green, I guess, in most cases. You can do hanging Unless you let bonds. it die and it
0: turns orange. <laughs> Which happens.
1: Or you can even do bonsai trees if you have hundreds of years to spare. There you go. Is it true that they really take that long to grow? I've heard I, I
0: don't know. All I, can I only know from movies. From and, Karate Kid, right? Yeah, Karate Kid. That's exactly kid.
1: the movie yeah. that we all know bonsai trees we from.
0: Have, we have a really nice, nice uh, plant that you brought.
1: That plant is from 1997. It is a Benjamina ficus, which is, a lot of people are ficus. familiar with the ficus tree. They're used a lot in like mall settings and such, but this is more of a bushy variety. It was really small. It was given to me when I was in university, and I managed to keep it alive all these years, which you is now, what, really 26 did. years later? Yeah. We recently repotted it, which was no easy feat. It doesn't get any There's higher. a lot of cursing involved, I won't lie. And, uh, yeah, no, it's root-bound. We can't put it into a bigger pot because if, if we put it into a bigger pot, it's just going to hit the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. If well, we move, that plant probably has to stay in this house. It's an interesting its plant
0: because almost all the leaves fall off. it mean, every year I think it's dying, and you're like, no, no, no. It just does that.
1: I know, and every every year I have to say that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I just never remember. You
1: never remember.
0: Because I'm just so used to plants dying around me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the second tip, and you're going to like this tip, Jeff, around Japandi is to bring in natural light. If your space is low on natural light, you can use mirrors that reflect some light into the area. And you can also add floor lamps to provide a cozy, warm glow. I don't think there's
0: anything I like more in my space than natural light. I love it. You really do. I always notice it. And I'm very... I I would say that I'm kind of light sensitive. I don't like bright lights. I don't like... Like we got that...
1: Uh, oh, the heated the, blanket? The
0: heated blanket. and
1: The controls oh, are just like it's next level
0: glowing. It's ridiculous. I'm going to make a little sock cozy for it or something like that so that I don't have to see it. That's what I'm going to do.
1: That sounds like a fire hazard, Jeff.
0: No, nah, it just sounds like a light diminisher to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean,
1: I mean, they're brighter than a clock radio. I don't know how other people... No. Do they still call them clock radios even though we never listen to the radio on it? Uh, I think
0: they just call them alarm clocks now. They don't. Okay. Not... I also
1: don't use the alarm on it. I use my phone. Yeah. Maybe most people don't even have them. But yeah. Yes, bringing in natural light is a key element of Japandi.
0: Love it. Love natural light.
1: A third element is contrast the colors. So use brown, blue, and green accents to create contrast in a space. And you know what I love about those colors is they're really natural colors like there are neutral things you find in nature brown yeah. blue and green yeah and again if you google japandi and you look at some of the photos of how people use that style of decor it's yeah. it's really cozy and calming and comforting
0: just be careful not to go to the propaganda japandi <laughs> sites because
1: <laughs> <laughs> would that be wish would that be one of those? yes that would be wish well, yeah, yeah would you- I think when any product is a little lesser than we always call it the wish version, but yeah, I'm sure there's some Japandy propaganda out there,
0: yeah uh, we we should clarify what what wish what like what that all means there's this website where you can buy pretty much knock off anything like you know I and all I this I think crap. it's just wish.com. Wish.com. The actual name. But the thing is, is that it's never ever good quality, but it looks like really good quality. Yeah, But yes. it's just horrible. I'm I, sure
1: somebody is at yeah. one point got something They're good right. off it because it still exists as a website.
0: Yeah. I'm sure that there's some good stuff on there. I got some art supplies on there before and it wasn't so
1: bad. So if you want a whole bunch of crap, yeah. that's the place to go.
0: Just wish for it and it will come true.
1: <laughs> so... Uh, if you're looking at incorporating those types of colors, you know, rather than going and doing something in like pure insanity, like painting.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, we've done our <laughs> share of that.
1: You can actually just pick up a few, you know, throw pillows or decorative items that have those color elements in it to you Which know add the recently. color to your space.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number four. Japandi. Declutter the space. So Japandi focuses on minimalism, simple lines, open spaces. So decluttering is essential. And if you are going to uh, go about decluttering, sometimes storing things away can take them out of eyesight and give you that clean look. Using natural storage situations. I love that they use situations, not solutions. And I feel like they purposely did that. That wasn't a typo in the article. They actually said for the. Check- I don't know.
0: Are they are they actual situations? Like people don't <laughs> use natural storage. don't go storage. like we got a situation here,
1: <laughs> and it's a wicker basket.
0: But <laughs> the, they do say we got a solution here.
1: Natural storage situations like wicker baskets yeah. or bamboo screens to hide excess clutter. I just picture a bamboo screen and just having it just piled behind there, just. You know, oh yeah! You just move that bamboo screen and stuff. Just... Right to
0: the very top of like with like records and books and like just everything. Lots uh, of old dead Christmas trees.
1: Yeah. Thank you God know...
0: we don't use tinsel. By the way, I'm just gonna say that. Anyway, go ahead. It'll That's, come my, back. that's my tip for this. Tinsel's
1: going to make its way back around, just like the garland. We used to decorate with this, you know, the really sparkly garland. It's kind of
0: the worst environmental thing you can think of. It's like sparkly we reused ours. plastic. Yeah, per strand, right? You, you.
1: Yeah, and that I is wrinkly so impressive. I I've
0: never heard of anybody re- reusing tinsel. It's oh, always yeah. just left on well, the she tree She hung and it up gone. strand
1: by strand, and there were rules. There are rules around the tree Ornaments There still is with our there tree. There are ornaments can't like rest on branches sideways. They need to hang freely, and okay. I and they have they need to, be, to hang freely.
0: They. Okay. <laughs> Very Christmas. I'll leave that
1: one there. You know what, though, I want to talk about is Jeff has an obsession with looking at marketplace listings on Facebook Marketplace, which is where enjoy it. people sell secondhand things. And the thing is, is he doesn't often buy anything, but he loves to look at the pictures and read people's descriptions.
0: Sometimes I do. Yeah. Sometimes they're so bad.
1: Well, when there's mirrors or reflections and television screens, you can catch yeah. some pretty good stuff. And one of the more recent ones you showed me.
0: Did I show you? I don't you even know what this one. is.
1: The, there was a description: a woman was selling a, a desk. Yeah. And it was a. She said it was a really big, heavy desk, and that it needed two strong men. Oh To yeah. carry it.
0: It's two strong men.
1: Essentially, she was just looking for two strong men to come to her home.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so she pictured. There was a picture of this horrendous and desk. capture them
0: and put them down into the dungeon. Forever sitting at the desk.
1: <laughs> but it's, I mean, those, some of those pictures are just a hot mess. Like oh, yeah. They really are. Like, there are, it, what's going on, and I don't know, it really makes you, if you want to feel good about your own clutter situation or what you perceive to be clutter in your home, just oh, I surf around on some of those marketplace, or maybe, I don't, where else would there be, Kijiji, other places that are selling used goods, and yeah. just have a look at how some people are living. And I'm not... And I'm not saying, you know, some people have different situations. Maybe the kids, I'm not talking about just toys or this is next they level.
0: They've never heard the word minimalism <laughs> or Japandi for that matter.
1: <laughs> There's like, you Bring know, it back, you underwear hanging off of lamps, all kinds of stuff's going on. I like this next tip. Tip number five around Japandi is to mix up the furniture. Japandi furniture can feature various materials, textures, and colors. So you can mix up a space by adding a chair or a coffee table in one of the accent colors or putting different kinds of furniture together. This is basically how I've lived my entire life. Really? Yeah. Look around our house. We literally... When have we ever bought furniture? Oh, Well, I, brand new as a matching collection. I
0: remember having to twist your arm to get the couch and, and loveseat that we've had for, what, eight years?
1: Okay. Well, So they match and they're they're high quality items they're black were, leather and they're and they were a good price so okay that's an exception but no i think our entire house is a hodgepodge of uh furniture so it's great we were doing japandi and we didn't even know it
0: yes it's true
1: i think it's more so just not wanting to be wasteful you know it's it's not i want one new chair so i'm going to get rid of all the other furniture so it matches my chair it's like no just throw it in there and get rid of the stuff that's broken
0: Throw it into the fray.
1: All right. So number six, and it kind of fits with that. Shop sustainably. So instead of placing a large order of furniture from a big box store, slowly choose a few high quality items that are well made uh, with natural materials and then have a specific function in the space. And Japandi also focuses on like artisanal handcrafted items so you can use the opportunity to support local artists and furniture stores and look so for they're timeless not sponsored pieces. by
0: amazon or anything like that
1: no so it's the idea of you know thrifting or just seeing what maybe if local artists are refinishing furniture you know or, i love thrifting or going to an auction i yeah. picked up some nice pieces at auctions that are yeah. uh, you know you get some good deals
0: that's true you really can get great deals at auctions especially if you stick around to the end because uh, they just they, they don't want to put it back on the truck, so they really let it go for like you know five dollars sometimes, whatever it is. Five dollars. No, oh really? I've seen dressers go for five dollars, mirrors, whatever.
1: Fun fact: Jeff and I used to work auctions in our spare time. That's right. Holding up things. I once held up a painting that went for I think thirty thousand or close yeah. to thirty thousand. Yeah. I I held I held on up to it went, really tightly. That yeah. painting.
0: Yeah, I held up one that went uh, more than that. It was that Salvador Dali angel. Do what? You remember that? Yeah, Salvador Dalí. I
1: didn't know that.
0: Yeah, and it was it was you hidden. He just had behind. to outdo
1: me with the price range. It you. was hidden
0: behind a what's that?
1: He just had to outdo me with the price range. It was at
0: least a million or two million dollars. <laughs> but
1: hope you, you know i Hope you washed your hands first. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh. Was it really a Salvador Dali? It was a
0: Salvador Dali. For those of angel, you not told know you about
1: this? No. Oh. If you don't know who Dali is, he's the one who does like the uh, surrealist, like melting watch, the melting watch. Uh, yeah. I don't know it's probably not called. Persistence of Memory, that, but it's called. What is it called?
0: Persistence of Memory.
1: Oh, that actual
0: piece. That's the name of that painting, yeah. Okay. Not the floppy watch. but
1: <laughs> Melting anyway. watch. Melting watch. Oh, I think people will know what I mean they, when they, I say that.
0: Absolutely, they'll know for Ma- sure. They might. They will.
1: Go back to the story about the dolly. Oh, yeah, it was, it, was, was it was hidden, hidden
0: behind a, like a family picture. And we were told, we were doing the, this, you know, cleaning out this estate, this Beaverbrook estate in St. Andrews in New Brunswick here. And we were told to look behind a lot of the paintings because sometimes there were things behind them. And sure enough, there was one behind and it was a, a watercolor painting of an angel. Uh, that Salvador Dali had done, and it and it sold for a significant amount of money. Actually, maybe I'll find a picture of it, and we can use it to uh, promote the show.
1: Well, right I already got to put a Christmas tree up there. Now I'm going to have to put a jolly.
0: Yeah, put the angel on top of the Christmas tree.
1: Oh, I like how you think. <laughs> There's no way I'm Photoshopping that That's together. true
0: Japandi style, honey. <laughs> it really is.
1: But yeah, that's fascinating. How do you go about authenticating that that was actually... That's a
0: good question, because it did take a long time. Uh, and it eventually came back that, yeah, it was... uh, Because he was known to sign a bunch of stuff that that he didn't even care if it was his or not. He was just getting paid to sign things, so he would just... He just signed things later on in his career. Oh. And it was... Like you know, a
1: celebrity. He's like, can I give me your autograph? And he, they would, they would yeah. actually just have a painting hidden under there and they just show a corner <laughs> yeah, of it and, and be like... I'm ah, sure that there are we
0: instances of that, to be honest. Like, it's pretty bizarre.
1: That's actually really brilliant.
0: And there was other things that were signed that he didn't sign. They were just like, you know, they were just fakes. So...
1: Well, that yeah. happens. Anyway. So shopping sustainably, you know, supporting local, you can't go wrong. All no. those things are good things. And by doing that, you're usually buying high quality items, not press board items like that press board bookshelf we have that every few years we have to flip over the shelves because they start to bow Mm -hmm. and warp from the weight of our books.
0: Hey, at least we've got a plan.
1: We do. You know, it's like flipping mattresses. We just flip over the the shelves. I
0: think it's really important that you just live with what you got for as long as you can. As long as you can tolerate it and like it doesn't bother you, you should make it last for a long time. Why go out and buy new stuff? Well, like we a did television? With, like we did that with the TV, but yeah, that's kind of hypocritical. But we are using uh, the TV still. It's not like we threw it out.
1: No, and it wasn't an extravagant new purchase. No. It was just one that was from the most recent decade.
0: That's right. It, it's the newest thing we have in this house.
1: Except for the groceries you just brought in. Oh, Those yeah. Those oh. <sighs> Remember
0: that conversation we had a while back where I was like, wow, if uh, someone came in and tried to find something of value in our home, I don't think they'd find anything. We've got a... T- we've, the computer we do this podcast on, you bought, what, 10, 15 years ago, maybe?
1: Yes, yeah. used.
0: Yeah, used. I was with you when you bought it. And then, like, I mean, nothing else. Like, I've got, like, an ancient record player. And anyway, I don't know. Hey, it's, when
1: you go classic, it yeah. just works. Well, it's this, vintage. this computer as doesn't as really work old, that well. As soon as it's old, it's
0: vintage, fun. and then it's worth something.
1: Yeah. I don't think vintage computers are a good example yeah. of things being more valuable as they get old. Well, I just
0: mean like someone would look at this computer and go, Pff, that's not even worth stealing.
1: No, because you have to hit the enter key like <laughs> five times just to get the monitor to light up. Oh, it's ridiculous. This is why there's so much space between our podcast episodes.
0: Well, the only reason why we have it is because we just use it for the podcast. We're like, well, it still works. So yeah. that, that, that reinforces what I said earlier.
1: That's, yeah, that's pretty much what we do. Yeah. The last tip around Japandi is using natural materials and avoiding anything made of plastic. So, when you're shopping, look for things like uh, wooden dining tables or wicker baskets, once again, right. as storage situations mm-hmm. or solutions. Wicker's not cheap,
0: though. So, how's that? I mean, I'm sure oh, it's sustainable. Well, it's the idea of sustainable because you grow it. Yeah,
1: And I guess if you threw it in a landfill, it would break down faster than plastic, which would be never a clock for the plastic. I mean, we
0: we don't have anything wicker in our home. Nothing.
1: There's literally, I'm sitting on a wicker chair.
0: Oh yeah, that is wicker. You're right. (laughs) So am I. Oh no, I'm not.
1: There's a wicker basket over there holding our throw blankets. There are two more wicker chairs over there. All right,
0: so there's some chairs, but there's no storage solutions.
1: Within literally 10 feet of us. There are three furniture items and a storage solution or situation made of wicker. What? Where? The, the laundry basket that has our, that's wicker.
0: Oh, I, 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 I've never seen what it. What did
1: you think wicker was?
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's wood, right? <laughs>
1: <clears throat> <sighs> okay. So we have a little bit of time. So something I was thinking about, or I guess a a question that I came across, I get emails on a weekly basis from James Clear, not like personalized emails. James Clear is actually the author of Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. So once a week, he sends out a great one, two, three email, it's called. And uh, it comes out on Thursdays. I love it. He provided uh, in a recent email, questions for reflection. And I love this. It's imagine you're at the end of your life. He had me right there. Oh, yeah. Imagine you're at the end of your life and you're granted the ability to repeat one day or one phase of your life. What would you want to go back to? And what does that tell you about how you should be spending your time today? So can you think of a a day in your life that if someone said you can repeat one day Mm -hmm. exactly the same way, live it all over again?
0: I, I can't answer that. There's too many days. There's like days after day after day. I don't remember them all, but not well, many of them stick out either, though. Like, I don't have the greatest of memory for that not
1: of a single day stuff. that sticks out in your whole life. What? There's no days. Well,
0: I mean, obviously, there's the obvious ones that you would see anybody say, like, oh, the birth of my son. Definitely. Well, that goes without saying. I don't saying. know if I
1: need to repeat that one.
0: Why? Oh, I suppose it was a rough day, wasn't it? <laughs> It was a little bit of a rough day.
1: I, I could have, yeah. I just repeat the, the latter half, you know, after he arrives.
0: And it's true that, like, you know, I was really, really, really happy when he arrived and you were kind of like, meh, you know, oh. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking.
1: Yeah, when you're listening to this uh, years from now, Hux, you'll uh, yeah. Yeah, thank me for that one. No, but you know, what came to me is that I find some of my most memorable days that I would like to repeat are around travel. Oh, Yeah. Like I think about there was, you know, a day that we spent in Paris and it was yeah. a very simple day. Rainy, the a, rainy day. The rainy day. Right. Yeah. We were in a cafe. It, it started pouring out and we, we had bought an umbrella.
0: It was to, like right out of a...
1: We got fleeced. Fleeced for the most expensive umbrella in all of Europe. But... You still have it though. I, I, well, no, I think I think that one got... It's, it's gone, gone with, with the, wind. the wind. All right. <laughs> so, I mean... Oh, yeah. there's definite memories.
0: So that tells me that I would like to spend more time traveling. Are they memories, though, that I would want to redo? No, I don't think so. Because they've already happened, and I just like to move forward, you know? That's the way I've always kind of been. Okay. And I'm okay, you know, hearkening back with memories to the past and stuff like that. But reliving them? Not necessarily. Sometimes
1: the way forward is the way back. And sometimes the way back is the way forward.
0: We will end that back from the to the labyrinth. future thing right now.
1: It's from the labyrinth.
0: Oh. Oh, I thought I thought you, I seriously thought you were making that up. Can you yeah. please repeat it?
1: Sometimes the way forward <laughs> is the way back, or it could also have been sometimes the way back is the way forward. I actually can't remember which of those two things it is, but both of them are very deep. That is one of your favorite movies. And you know what? I have just a couple more things before we wrap up. Okay. You know that thing that you asked me to buy that you use to take the snow off of vehicles? What do you call that?
0: Oh, is that, what do you mean? That's the brush. That's the snow brush.
1: Okay, so I went into the hardware store to buy one of those. And I said, can I get a car brush for snow? And they were like, what? Do you mean a scraper? And I said, well, it has a scraper on it, but that's only one part of it. Now, you have to live in a wintry climate, listeners, to understand what we're talking Did about. Did it come to
0: blows? Because this is ridiculous. Well, he... You're both right, but...
1: Well, so he walked me to the place where they sold them in the store, and he said, let's just look at the tag and see what it's called. It was he called, said that? Yeah. So he had to be right. No. It, well, he thought it would be scraper, but it was actually called a car brush. I feel like the focus isn't just on the scraper. There are scrapers that are only scrapers, but the brush was really a big piece of that puzzle. Yeah.
0: And the thing is, right, when would you brush a car if it wasn't snow? You don't brush cars <laughs> for any other reason but for snow. So you don't have to call it a snow brush. It's just called a brush. It kind of a bothered me, brush. though,
1: that it didn't have its own good, clear name. When I went into the store, I was kind of like, do you guys have any of those... Things that I use every day in the winter for months out of the year, every year of my life.
0: It's funny because I thought you were going to say, why is it still in the house? (laughs) Why isn't it in the car yet? And uh, I I do plan to put it in the car.
1: I did notice it was still in the house, but it's not snowing out at the moment. So I'll let that one go. And before we leave, if you have a real Christmas tree, if Christmas is a thing you do, throw some candy canes on them because they're just like, I don't know, it's like a little sweet treasure hunt to find candy canes on your tree throughout the holiday season. And I think that's just a cool thing to do. So
0: Plus, it's so convenient because when you want a sweet, you just pick it off the tree. That's
1: pretty much what it is. Exactly. If you can can hang food from your tree, do that thing. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone.
0: Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time on InfoQuench. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.
1: Be sure to check out past episodes and subscribe to keep up with what's new.
0: You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. And
1: why not leave a review? You can also follow InfoQuent on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Till next
0: time. time.